All right, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Lou Boys SC, where the three of us, myself, Jonathan, joined by Andrew Phillips. Say, say hello, Andrew. Hey, guys. And Will Sutton. Uh, so the three of us are going to do something a little bit different for a couple of reasons. For one, we were talking about the end of St. Louis SC, uh, FC, how their season ended, how the playoffs ended last episode, just a couple of weeks ago. And so now the next step for all those players is what's going to happen with them. So we figured it'd be fun to line things up tonight. Uh, we have a predetermined order for a draft and we're just going to do a snake style draft of those players. So I know Will have some, has some particular criteria instead of just saying, this is the best, this is the worst player. Um, if you want to put it in those terms, um, whereas I am just going to go by every method of mayhem that I can. And, and we'll try and give a, a little bit of insight as to why we picked who and when uh, as we kind of roll through it. So the idea is if we were three different GMs at, on different teams and we were just going to, like vultures, pick this team apart uh, and, and take the best that we could from it. So uh, outside of this, if you didn't hear, uh, if you follow the USL at all, there was a COVID outbreak with one of the teams in the finals, the Tampa Bay Rowdies, who beat uh, Louisville in the in their conference final and so they basically canceled the game and so where it stands right now there will not be a final so kind of big news there very much anticlimactic because you know if we see our team lose you wonder what happens with the team that beats them and then the team that beats that team and now it's just we have two different conference finals uh, and, and that's it. That's how the season will go down is, is where it stands. Your thoughts on this, you two? Not everybody at once now. Andrew? I think it's a bunch of bull. Care to elaborate? I'm <laughs> sorry. I was having too much fun. I just, I just, I think it's ridiculous. I don't, I don't see why the fact that, um, I think they were saying that there was two or three players that tested it. I was looking online here. I mean, you have 22 players. So unless the entire team was drinking out of the same water bottle, I think they should uh, be able to take, I don't know, what did the NFL wait, four to six days before they could play again? They should have just pushed the game back. Even if they pushed the game back two weeks. Right. I, I think you should have a clear winner. I imagine, or then what was the point of going through all of this to, to play devil's advocate in this? I imagine that there were some complexities to it, such as like booking the venue, when to have it, ticket sales, you redo tickets, if they were even selling tickets to the event. So there's definitely some other things that you could think about. But overall, I'm with you. But hasn't that been? But hasn't that been the definition of 2020? And it's also the, the entire season's been. That's that. also the definition of sports. It's the best team on the day. So yeah, if you got to work with more players off of your bench than you normally would, then you do it. I, I understand it. It's kind of tricky right now though, because nobody, a lot of it has to do with optics, how something looks from the outside looking in to where the USL doesn't want to make headlines. If they have something blow up and become disastrous, everyone wants yeah. to look good in the moment or in hindsight that it's like, Hey, 
at least we made the most reasonable, considerate decision based off of these people's yeah. health and that people's health, or just avoiding lawsuits. I get that. Will, did, did, what's your take on this? No, yeah, I get that a lot. I'd, I'd be disappointed if I was a Tampa Bay or Phoenix fan that we didn't get a chance to play for a championship. But, yeah, I understand the league's point of view on wanting to avoid headlines. Yeah, like bad press. Yeah. yeah. Being in the news for, yeah. I wonder I wonder if maybe there were issues with, like, player contracts. Maybe, like, their contract typically ends after the end of October. Like That's, that's what I kind of thought. It a couple weeks. The, like, the, there's got to be some obligation towards, yeah. like, well, here's our deadline. So, no, we actually can't push it back in, in this case. And it's not like this is a juggernaut of an organization that's doing this. It's not the NFL. It's not the MLB. It is, it's the USL, which has got a very loyal fan base, but they don't have millions and millions of dollars to throw when issues come up. They can't make a bubble like the NBA. Yeah. Well, so kind of interesting there, something of note. Uh, But what do you say we jump into this draft? What do you think guys? Yeah. I agree. Will is going to be the leader of this. I'm ready? Yeah, this he's the commissioner. This is kind of your concept. So <laughs> while um, it may seem unfair, yeah, John and I are just going to fight. We're going to roll with the fact that he is both commissioner and a competing and general GM. manager. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, can can I fight for a player? Do we get to? You mean physically? No, no, no. Verbally. Oh, like do I get to abuse you to where you just give me the? Plan? Oh, or well, you can negotiate, but you've never successfully okay, abused so we'll me have ever. On, <laughs> we'll have on-air negotiations. Agreed. Okay. <laughs> so, for the purposes of this, we are USL GMs because it might play out a little MLS GMs, we were, yeah. MLS GMs are this yeah. way. Everybody has an opportunity to get drafted. Yeah, I think it's most likely that these guys will get opportunities in USL. Right, you get to judge them based on the context of where they've had their careers, where we've already seen them. Okay, so as it Mm -hmm. so happens, I get first pick, right? Uh mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. so just just to reveal Mm -hmm. a little bit of my decision-making, I am thinking in terms of if I wanted some staple players to build a team around and some people that will have some longevity, which is why my first player is none other than Fanuel Cavita. Oh, we knew that was coming. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> we knew. My rival GMs have done yeah, their I guess I can't be homework. too surprised. Okay. Good for you. <laughs> He is the Iron Man. He's played every minute. I mean, uh, like I said, yeah. That, if I could choose one player to build a team around, uh, it, it, you're either going to take a high goal scorer or you're going to take somebody like this who's just a rock who can, you know, play play all the minutes, look solid with it, and he's just got playmaking elements as well. I think that if you put him in a different team, you're going in where he's a little more unlocked. You're going to see all the different parts of his game open up. That's not something I have any proof on, but just from what I've seen, I, th- I think he's got a, a lot of flair, a great eye for the game. 
Uh, and he's 27 years old, so, you know, still right in the prime of his years. Right, kind of surprising what yeah, he looks like. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's kind of got the build of an older man, but he, uh, man, he, he, he still moves well. And you just can't put balls in the air around him and, and expect to, to win regularly. Uh, all right, Andrew, you're up with the second pick. And I am going to choose da, 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 with the second pick for the Phillips City. <laughs> Vlastos. <laughs> yes, Whoa, I'm going Vlastos. with the young what? guy on the Out of left field. You don't know why? Wow. Because he's got a lot of years ahead of him. He's only 20 years old. I saw him play in the academy. I like the fact that he's been willing to sit on the bench for St. Louis FC these past two years and learn. And nobody really kind of knows about him. So I, I, I think he's got tons of talent and tons of potential. And that would be somebody that I would build a team around. Because even if he was a bust, he's got four or five years to kind of figure it out before he's a true bust. And so he's a midfielder, right? Yeah. Uh, what type of midfielder is he? Do we even know that? Uh, he's more of like a, a true central mid or a winger. Did... They played him a lot on the wing, but I don't think that's his natural spot. I think he likes to be in that in the central position. Did you just make that up? He's not... Are you just trying to make your decision? No, I'm being serious. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. He's not. Uh, he's not like an attacking midfielder or a holder. He's he's if you'd play with three guys in the middle or four where you'd have one or two natural center midfielders, you wouldn't play like an attacking or a okay, holding. All right. That just felt like a knee-jerk kind of response. Like, oh, well, you know. <laughs> all right. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. sorry. Wow. No, yeah. Interesting. Re- really interesting. Pick. A loop. Don't, wow. I'm, I'm okay, trying. So, yeah. make, some, make some good points. I – I mean, if this was an MLS draft, I, I mean, if you truly want to go for the unknown, that's really unknown. So good uh, for you. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to mix us up here. I I wow. truly think he's got tons of potential in him. Watching him like warm up, and I've seen him a couple times up at Worldwide Technology when I was up there training some people, and I like I like what I see mm-hmm. out of him. Okay. Uh, Unfortunately, he had great guys in front of him that are older uh, and more seasoned. I mean, I it's just I how it goes that, yeah, sometimes. That's how it goes. Uh, okay, so like I said before, this is a snake draft, so will you get both the third and fourth pick? So who's your third or your first pick overall? Well, I thought Andrew was definitely going to take him. Uh, yeah, go with if... Russell Cicerone, attacking midfielder, very good on yep. the wings, can also play up Russell. top. He's got 10 goals the past two years. Yeah, he's. Very dynamic player, not afraid to take guys on one on one, and he's only twenty five years old. I like so, him. yeah, especially I like everything I see. I mean, we've Russell. talked about it in some of the other episodes, just how much he's improved defensively. I, I mean, it's not like he's a lights yeah. out defender, but he is. <laughs> he he gets back there with plays just regularly and really, um, you know, he's a game changer on the other side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a pleasant surprise this year. He was him. he was much more defensive get, get back than on the he defensive has end. been in years. 
Okay, so that's your first pick overall. So for the for the or for your first round pick, your second round pick, mm-hmm. which is the fourth overall, is whom? Man, this is tough between mm-hmm. between two guys. Uh, I guess I'm gonna double down on oh attack. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna yeah. take, take Tyler Blackwood. <laughs> my love. I mean, break you're breaking hearts over here, but go on. Why? Why? Because <laughs> it's shorts. It's the shorts. I'm just kidding. I mean, <laughs> it's the short shorts. I mean, he scored like almost like every other game, almost every game, and uh, the club had a great record with him. Uh, he just he just really seemed really comfortable in their system and found another level with St. Louis that he hadn't had previously with other clubs. Uh, now he is a bit older at twenty nine years old, uh, but uh, I think he's got a few so, more good years all right. left. So. As a kind of aside from this, if if you were a GM and you had enough leverage to where you could give, you know, confidently offer him a contract, how many years would you give Tyler Blackwood? Am I am I USL? Is that well? I'm talking to Will because he just signed the player, but yes, in USL. I'm kidding. I want to hear your take on this too, Andrew. No, Will's going. Well, I mean, USL contracts are typically only two years max, but I think I think you'd get you could get three really good years out of Tyler. Keeps himself in really good shape. We know from his podcast that he's really committed to his diet. And Andrew models his own breakfast after him. He just told me today. <laughs> <laughs> no. He, just it was just oatmeal and, one, and what is that? Whatever, what but is he that? got offended when I suggested that he got that from Tyler Blackwood. No, I just started eating this way. <laughs> sure, my feelings were hurt. <laughs> Blackwood, I love you, but I, I I ate my breakfast first. So, how do you agree with Will's assessment there, Andrew? I do. I mean, personally, I'd give him four years with a hope of five because I think he can perform at an elite level for the next three, but still be a seasoned vet that can teach the younger guys for another two years after that. Even if he's a guy off the bench, he's proved himself time and time again. He doesn't need much time to score. Okay. I I don't know why, but I'm on the other side of this, which I'm the biggest Tyler Blackwood fan. Like, don't get me wrong, but um, I would say three would be the most years that I would give him. I would, probably offer up two um and then i don't know maybe have some option or something like that but to me he's he's yes he takes good care of himself yes i think he has four or five more competitive years in him could look great but if i'm if i'm building a team we talked about how well he clicked with the st louis team is that a progression in his career or is that just a, by a virtue of him clicking with this team? Whereas we've kind of seen him not click with other teams. Like, can he play second fiddle or does he need to be the guy? Yeah. Kind of a deal. Um, again, I'm not trying to knock the player just with the information that I've kind of, uh, you know, had that, that that's my take on it. Um, he's a phenomenal guy. I think. Yeah. Obviously, we know Will wants an offense-heavy team. Um, but if you've got 
kind of those two question marks in terms of, uh, you know, how, how's it going to work with my other players? And a second one of, you know, do I need to limit how much he's on the field? Because we don't really know some of those behind-the-scenes questions. We know that he was often subbed out in games where he started. Uh, he didn't start every game. But we did know that, yeah, it doesn't take him long to produce. So, Yeah, that is a concern, uh, how often he was subbed out. And he yeah. kind of struggled with injuries this year. Maybe just a thought. It's interesting though that you guys have often as he that much older. confidence in him. I mean, I I have more. I have more confidence in the fact of like the way he's a leader. That's the interpretation of the years. For yeah, me. I don't. I. I mean, I think he'd be a great addition to any team. I don't think he would take away from from them at all. Um, but it also depends on what the price tag is. So who knows there? All right, Andrew. Yeah. Yes, sir. I'm up now. He's looking for the next youngest person. No, no, I'm between two guys. <laughs> that is the correct. Next youngest is uh, at a wall at 24. Toby is exactly who I was I going you. for. It was it was what? between Toby. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to tell you because I don't want him to disappear. I'm going with Toby at a wall. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh. Wow. Okay. Enough said. No, Just no, no. Because no, of no. his age, I, I, I no. loved the. Um, he had potential. I don't think his personality and maybe play style really got uh, on display in St. Louis because I, he reminds me a lot of a a bigger more defensive Paris Guy. We saw in the, towards the end of the season how Toby liked to get up in the play and really be involved with the ball at his feet. And I just I, I think there was some friction between him and a few of the, the defenders and players on the field that I just don't think we got to see the best side of Toby. And, I mean, he didn't, he didn't start playing until, what, the last mm-hmm. th- two games in the season and then into the playoffs? So... Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Toby. Yeah, that was. Kind of... What were you gonna say, Will? No, yeah, it just kind of was a little bit of a mystery if it was an injury or if it he just didn't gel with Trichu. Why he didn't get more playing time because he was kind of brought up to be this like big signing in the off season. He was kind of one of the last ones. He was. He was tra- trying out with some MLS little... teams. So... Yeah. He was great for Pittsburgh last year. All right. So for my second round. um, So I've already got a a super solid player that I know is going to take a lot of time on the field. Uh, The next one I want is somebody who I think is very flexible. I'm going for Joaquin Rivas. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. The X factor. The reason for this, I mean, I know this is kind of a unique situation. It's not like this will actually ever play out anywhere. But just within the structure of how we're doing this, if I were to look at what I have at the end of the day when we uh, draft all these people out, I would would want somebody who I feel like I could move in different parts of the field. I want to have somebody where I feel confident in saying, hey, this guy can make plays. He can you know, change the score of the game, be it off his own foot or, or setting up somebody else. Um, and 
you know, as as we saw more and more late in the season, he just becomes, uh, you know, a, an energy boost to the whole team once he gets on the field. Um, so mm, we saw him kind of play forward, but I I think I would keep him as a midfielder, like like he is slated. Um, and then with with my third pick overall. Do you think Rebus is more of a super oh, sub? I'd give him would, a start. Yeah. Would you give him? I mean, a I'd look at spot. what okay. my total team was. Um, okay. But I feel like yeah. okay. So like, if I had a feel for the locker room, that I felt he still needed to prove himself a little bit. Not that he doesn't have the the years, the acumen. But if I felt that that was the case, I'd give him. Um, I'd have him come off the bench kind of early to midway through the second half a couple games and let his play kind of prove his place. And then, yeah, in no time, he'd probably get a starting spot. I mean, really talented I mean, player. I mean, yeah, it's kind of a bummer yeah. that ACL and, and injury. That's and definitely on the, the, the downside of, you know, taking a player like that. But I don't know, maybe it's a bit of recency bias. He, I just felt got stronger and stronger as the, the uh, season went on and into the playoffs. Um, okay, mm-hmm. I, I had I had kind of a strategy plotted out, and I feel like I'm already wanting to break it. But um, <laughs> break it for uh, for my third overall pick. Seventh pick in the draft. Um, the seventh pick in the draft. I'm going to take Morrisom. Yeah. Uh, again, I know it's kind of it's Exciting kind of funny because choice. I'm I'm taking like our bench players and things like that, but you know, as, as they played for uh, St. Louis FC. But I feel like he has time and room to improve and he's another one of those where I, I think I would keep him at least to start as a super sub but I think that's definitely a guy who could easily have a starting spot on any roster I agree I mean you know what you're I know you know what you're getting with yeah I mean he's probably the fastest maybe it's that American view of how soccer should be played but as a viewer, I just love that. <laughs> I love seeing somebody who can just burn the other players on the field. Um, it, it it's it's tough because a lot of times you see those players throughout their career lean on that too much, to where it's almost like you know their their footwork or their passing or their shooting doesn't quite improve as 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 much as some of the other players do because they say, oh, you know, why do I need to have the best ball control, the best handling? I'll just run right by him, but. Uh, I think he's shown some really good stuff as being a, a, a good all-around player. I think it would be key in finding a formation that suited his play style well enough, though. I think you can bank right. a handful of goals. I mean, with that speed. And, uh, you know, I want to keep getting guys who are good passers who really feed him the ball in the right spot. All right, Andrew. Mm-hmm. You got one lined up for us? I do. 
My next choice with the eighth overall pick. <sighs> Andrew selects. Dun dun dun. Uh, I will be choosing Todd Orton. Oscar Umar. Oh, I you do. did like I him this year. I love him too. as a holding midfielder. I think he is an elite passer, if not our best passer on the team. Uh, more so than Guy Ben. He loves to have. Yeah, he loves to have the ball at his feet. That's that was the other question I had. Yes. More so than Wallfall. More so than Wallfall in the fact that <laughs> he can not only pass the ball, but he can also create space a little bit quicker with the ball at his feet. I to think that's make a fair a assessment. Wallfall just at times he had phenomenal yeah. passes, but he's just a bit too much I of would, a slow pace player for me. Which is between yes, Diab and I would, as well. I would say that Wallfall is the more creative passer for sure. But, yeah, I understand your point. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah, so that is. Yeah, I really liked the, his development this year. Definitely uh, yeah. took a step and up he with the passing. Got, he got injured with that ankle and, and unfortunately, with his mm-hmm. face. So I, I think we could have seen mm-hmm. some real good things out of him this year if and, I mean, we had he's a full season. Yeah, he's got time. Lots of speed, can lock down the best offensive player on the other team. All right, Will. Good pick. Wow. With the ninth (laughs) overall pick, someone from my first tier is still on the board. Yeah, that's what I was taking Kyle Morton with the ninth overall That was going to be my That's what I was debating. I said, all right, don't don't take the keeper first. Don't be that guy in the draft who grabs the, the... Pittsburgh defense or whatever. <laughs> well, I'm just hey saying now. in the third overall pick, it's like <laughs> when you do those big eight man drafts, it's like it's like a waterfall effect. Once somebody starts taking the defenses, everybody's like, ah, I guess I gotta get one of these. That is true. <laughs> yeah. So he the USL, he was up for uh, yeah. top goalkeeper of the year. He was top three. Um he actually yeah. lost out oh, to yeah, Louisville's yeah. that giant keeper, Blunt. It's because he was like uh, six seven, six eight, like. <laughs> but uh, now he he had as many, almost as many saves this year. That's insane. In half a season as he had total last year. Yeah, he had like forty-seven saves and thirteen. Obviously, games par- in last part of the problem is that you just have to have that many saves, so. but. But it shows it shows how challenging <laughs> oh, our group was. We had some tough offenses. All right, who's next? Yeah, he kept. He, oh, oh what, when do I get to pick? You never do. What is this? <laughs> but you only <laughs> ever have to wait for two <laughs> other players to go before you get to go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. This is. You can just hear tough. the amount of paperwork that you put in. <laughs> I swear to God, Will, you take my guy and we're going to fight. We will fight. Yeah. I think I think we all know who this is. is. Uh, Stop. (laughs) 
from your tier two. Okay. With the ninth overall pick, I am taking from tier two, taking <gasps> defender Sam Fink. What a pick. <gasps> what a pick. He provides you that veteran presence. You know what you're getting. He's going to be solid in the back. He's still only 27, right in his prime. He's a sneaky offensive player with his ability to get his head on the ball. No team that signs him. Oh, yeah. Agree. Yeah, definitely it. the heart There's of the no team. way. Great. Great locker room guy. He's just – he is the definition of true yeah. captain. No no, no offense yeah. to Kavito. No, like, no. I love Kavito, but – there's just a they're they're so different leaders. Kavita's by play, and Sam can not only do it by play, but can do it by personality. Yeah, I mean, when we were demeanor. talking about who we would have if we were the coach, Kav- who we would have wanted taking the PKs at the, and he's just got that X factor. He's got that, you know, that extra thing about him to where he can play well and play with passion, and he can also not get too yeah. hot headed and take. Well, he's taken too many cards at times, but he, yes, and, and he, That's a actually life. his are more calculated. You know, we had some more poor second yellows to take, <laughs> and his were the, the warranted fouls, yeah. No. Was this no, the guy you had in mind, nope. Andrew? Was this your guy? Oh. All right, well, you're up. Who can? Ah, okay, okay. I think I might know. Oh, the question is, what do I do? I wait for him later. I think I can try. try. Unless John really you just tries have to, to do chaos, hope John which he might. Him. I'm not saying nothing. Oh, oh! All right, what'll it be, Andrew? Okay, it's your what fourth pick. pick. My Ten. fourth pick. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I am taking with my uh, fourth pick. Oh, Dean Dakers. Oh, yeah. He's he's thinking his John thought it was his other guy still gonna be around. Point? Am I right, uh, Andrew? Kadeem. I mean, Kadeem's a fantastic Dakers. choice. He he's 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 bringing up my my range for age. You know, he's he's giving me some of that experience because yep. I'm I'm pretty young yes, right you now. Are. And and I love not only his speed, but his vision. I think you add Umar and Dakers together, and you're just going to get pure delete. They're going to delete everybody for my modern term, if, boys. Delete. If I didn't, he's going to cancel. If I didn't, them. he's going to wow. cancel people. If I didn't already have more Sam, I would have had Kadeem Dakers. That's a great. <laughs> that's a great choice. Yep. You see, I don't see. I don't think Morsam. I think he's. I think he's a I bit think that, uh, selfish. Uh, yeah, I wonder how coachable he is. Yeah, I, I, I just haven't. Yeah, I agree. Yet. I think that. Um, I think it's a risk, but at the same time, like there are yeah. some similar skill sets between the two of them. I just wanted somebody who is a more true yeah. forward. Because uh, I'd already had midfielders. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, I agree. Team would have been nine. You f- you feel good about leaving your other boy up Alrighty. on the board, Andrew? Wow, because I'm taking Kyle no, Gregg. Are I you really kidding don't, me? But 
<laughs> You're kidding me? Oh! What? I wanted him, but I have so many. I I have I have. Hey, I get forward, it. So I get it. I don't know. It. it, it oh. But at the same time, this is like draft draft gold. Hey, it's all right. You're. You're going two forwards. I get it. So I got it. It's all I mean, just looking at the way the guy plays, he does the dirt. He does the dirty work that right. every team needs to be done that not everybody you... gets done. He he's not always the one on the yes. ball when a goal is scored, but that doesn't mean he doesn't do just as much to get the, make that goal happen. He draws defenders. He pushes people off. He pushes them around. He eats up minutes. I mean, he's he's been subbed out at times but compared to how much just absolute work he's doing on the field i just feel like you get so many quality minutes from him yeah gosh darn it why can't i pick two people at you know a what time? that's it's the way the cookie crumbles you should have picked number number three like <laughs> like i did with our complicated <laughs> draft determining system you know Will Will did this on purpose. We all know he's that, but he's, me. he's not just a GM, man. <laughs> he's also the commissioner. I'm going to write a letter to the commissioner. Also commissioner. I feel I like going it's going to write a letter to the commissioner. Will. It's going to fall on deaf ears. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be very rude. Good to know. At the same time, you should sing the praises of <laughs> William, the GM. <laughs> But talk trash on, no, on Will the Commissioner. No. <laughs> so he's <laughs> like, ah, this part of me is inclined to agree with him, but this part of me, I don't think so, Andrew. So, so yeah. All right, all right. So, Kyle, all right. so who's the, your second choice? The flip side of, of taking Kyle Gregg, yes, we know he's the oldest person on the team currently, uh, but he doesn't need to be the fastest guy on the field to make the biggest impact. I liken him to... Um, you know, gosh, there's been so many hockey centers that just screen the goalie, you know, that just get in there and push people around and can't be knocked off the puck. Yeah. You're Keith Kachuk's, you know, that types David Backus. Yeah. That's, that's who I had in mind. Um, David Backus. Yeah, that, that's, that's Kyle Gregg to me in soccer form. God dang it. <laughs> How many good years left do you think he uh, has? <laughs> That's the I, I would I would confidently he's kind of rough this year. He only... I, who knows? He could go three or four. Um, you know, the USL is a different animal than you know yeah, something like that MLS, where you've got people beating the door down to get in. I I will have to say, St. Louis did not play a strong style for him the past no, two years. No, they didn't. Um, Mm-mm. Too much, too much speed. Too much down the wings. That you gotta, you gotta think. Kyle Gregg is not only your your biggest bodier and and rough and tumble player in the offensive zone, but how many times did you hear his name about clearing the ball on the defensive right. third in in a right. corner kick? Or you know, he's he's yeah. box right. to box as a that's forward. rare. And that's that's. I mean, the guy's the size of, of a defender. Like he's that. six foot two, one eighty five. Like if if you've got him leaning into you all game, as a defender, you're just getting worn down. Um, I think that he can yep. he can do that where you give him the long ball and he kind of pushes people off. We saw 
St. Louis FC do that as like their only play for like two games. And so it, it, it looks a lot less effective if that's the case, but if it's just one of the tools in your arsenal, uh, it, it comes across as far more effective to me. Yeah. Uh, Agreed. All right. Yeah, so, so how about that uh, second pick of yours? Uh, yeah, we're starting to get down to it to where I'm not so confident that some of my little pocket pick favorites are still going to be on the board. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm going back and forth here. I all right. I think I'll be moaning like Andrew if I don't say Paris G right now. Paris is for some for whatever reason the very first time uh well the first game of this the season when I saw him playing. I hate you, John. He was just one of my favorite players on the field. I hate you. And <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, we don't want to hear your input, well, guys. Let's move on. It's funny <laughs> to God, see him listed it. as a defender, but like I said, I hate being in the middle. Like I said, Take I wanted to see some, some flexibility in my players, um, and and this guy is yeah. the definition of a uh, a versatile player. You know, um, if he was yeah. in if he was a baseball player, he could play every infield position and, and even pitch sometimes, but. Uh, yeah, I, I would um I would probably want him more as as a midfielder as he got played later in the season and into the playoffs. And I mean, talk about wheels. The guy really has surprising speed to a lot of players. And he's got a good cross, you know. So definitely one of the most improved players yeah. this year. Would would That's he be do you think he would be your most improved player on the season for St. Louis FC. I would, I would say between uh, Perisky and um, <laughs> uh, yeah, what? No, 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 Kadeem. Because I don't remember Kadeem being as impactful. Last I would agree. Year as he was I feel like year. by virtue of play time, it's kind of unfair. But I would give it to Paris between the two of them. But yeah, I, I think Kadeem is is definitely up there. Yeah. yeah. Well, Andrew, that he's fine. Now that back. Both of my players are <laughs> off the board. I have to go up with my uh, my magic in my pocket, and I will be choosing Richard Bryan. Ah, oh, dang! Just hoping to get You're him welcome. later. Now, the reason I choose Shoot. Bryan. I may not be the most confident person in his defensive mindset because I think he sometimes gets lost in trying to get involved in the play that he kind of forgets about the marking or the transitioning. But that comes with kind of being a little bit of a younger player. He's 25, so he's not super young, but you could tell that he's not typically an outside right back. I would assume he probably played mostly in the center. On other teams, even though he's not the biggest guy, he his his wing play looked a lot like mm. a, a center back. Which, on that mind, gives me a fact of like, I feel like him and Toby could be pretty, uh, pretty offensive minded. So they'd be good pieces to intertwine, or even try. That's to a great point. Yeah, in the midfield a little bit. 
So that's my next pick. Yeah, he's a he's yeah. a sneaky offensive player. Um, I like that he likes to shoot it. He's a decent shot. You can tell um, he's a used to being involved in the play in the attacking third, which is where I get that feel of a of a center back. You know, the center back that gets to run up a mm-hmm. little bit when there's a cross or a set play or some so some he's situ- an English player. Situation like Do you that. think that? <sighs> he gets some of that play style from where he learned the game, or do you think that's just something, you know, born within him? Most definitely. He's definitely a work the ball up the field kind of guy and get into the play. Cause if you watch the premier league, I mean, how many times do those defenders, all of them get involved in the offensive play at some point? I mean, look at Van Dyke. He was, one of the greatest players in Europe right. last year, and he's a cen- center back. He he I, didn't he almost break the record of most goals by a center back? Yeah. I mean, he he, he was an offensive juggernaut. Yeah, I think back. part of the reason that he wasn't in the starting lineup is just by style and dimensions. Yeah. It, He's but on top of that, if and if you look at the three defenders he's, he's that, that we leaned on the most at the end, you know, into the playoffs, it was our three tall defenders between Kavita, Fink, yeah. and Toby. And he's yeah. not short, you know, he's Agreed. definitely tall enough to be a defender, but he's he's five ten, and. You know, that might – whereas you say with the other three guys, okay, they they can't beat us in the air or they're going to have a tough time beating us in the air. You keep Ryan there, maybe there's some questions there. So, uh, yeah, I definitely think he's solid enough to to put on a team. You, I mean, the team is very susceptible when you've got G and right. uh, Richard Bryan yeah. playing wingbacks. Well <laughs> – Neither neither of them are very good one on one. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that they're not good at one on one. I I think the fact is is that they're thinking offensively. Like, how can I win this ball back? Period. I think, they're, they're I think you could say Paris is a little suspect one on one. I mean, these were some of the best attackers in soccer, but I I don't know that Louisville game. I felt like he really got exposed. And yes, I think that part of that. Is because he's he's trying to get upfield. He has to do extra work just to get back and defend properly. But I don't know. I can't speak to Brian as much. But I th- I think Paris. Yeah. yeah, you could say that's not his strongest suit. If you look at Andrew's team, though, I mean he's building a a fast counterattacking team, so you don't need a tall defender. You. Oh, I'm I'm building a possessive team. Straight up, I I have slow. I don't have you got passers, but you got a lot of fast players. Passers. Is why I say that. Okay, I get that. I wish G would uh, look to shoot as often as yeah. Richard Bryan. Yeah, he did. had a couple of blasts. And, and again, that, really I always wonder how they're being coached. Forward. If that's like his instinct to shoot less, or he would shoot more, but it was kind of like, hey, man, leave leave that to these guys. Yeah. All right, Will, what's your next yeah. pick? Good point. Wow. Uh, I'm shocked he's still here. Uh <laughs> Well, I know who you're picking. He was uh, Wallfall, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taking yeah, Wallfall, we all knew that Matt. Was coming. We were waiting for you to take him. 
<laughs> I didn't want them. You can have them. <laughs> there, there are definitely concerns uh, with his oh my God. fitness this year. That it's a major concern, but he is very creative. I love watching him play. I I think with a with a full off season or with a full season and regular off season, I hope that he can get back to the match fitness he was in in previous years. I mean, last year he scored ten goals, yeah. and PK this year he only scored one off a off a set piece w- and yeah penalty kick. I will. I guess say he had two then. That yeah, some Pittsburgh. Of his- um, play was hurt by the style as well. He's a very possessive, slow-moving, work-the-ball-around, hide-in-the-middle, and then all of a sudden, boom, he's there type of player. He's not, he's not, he's not going to get mm-hmm. quick up and yeah, down we, the field. Yeah, we talked about he's that a little make bit the with ball him, too, how a change in, in formation, a change in attack plan would, would do a lot for him in other situations. But, I mean, God, you want to... <laughs> You want to talk about keeping the other team on their toes. He's he's just he's going to put the ball where they don't expect it. You, you, and you you pointed that out to me, Andrew. That it's like yeah, you just don't know what he's going to do. It's he's he's he. It's kind of like one of those things you need to know the rules in order to be able to break them. And I feel like that that's him, where he knows what the solid normal play is. But if you want to keep the defense always guessing. Do the other thing. Do the creative thing. Do the do the th- that other piece. Well, you 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 get to cheat as yeah, Andrew he's got, feels. He's got insane vision. <laughs> it's called, oh. and, and you get you get to pick again. That, that <laughs> must feel great. I. It's not cheating. I just want the choice. I want the option. <laughs> don't take him. Just don't right. do it. With my next pick, <laughs> can I guess? No, oh my surprise god! With my oh, next you pick, did surprise I, me. I'm taking oh, another goal. Oh my god! He's going burner. <laughs> I, I god. Well, what are you thinking? That was also mine. Yeah, that was my next choice. Tell, 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 tell us why. I mean, maybe maybe a bit of a homer pick. Uh, as a as a Saint, he's a St. Louis guy uh, from St. Mary's High School. But I mean, he was drafted in the MLS. Uh, he's Struggled with injuries. He's so talented. Though. Uh, yeah, he looked really good in his two appearances this year. Uh, like a, a tie and a win. Drawing a win. And his, his tie took starts. a lot of effort. Um, like he had a lot of saves that game. Yeah, he's a real reliable guy. I'm. Hopefully he gets a chance to start somewhere next year. Uh, I think he's definitely so worthy of being a starter. So with these two goalies, does that mean Burner's going to become your center back when he can't play goal for for a bit, and you it, know and you'll switch him back and forth? <laughs> like, I mean, I could see it. He he got into the play on that. Uh, he scored on the game that Kavita tied it up late. No, he had this. He he had the head ball. Yeah. Now, so to I'm, keep I'm it just asking, mind you, I'm just asking what your ideas are here because you've got. Mind you, Will doesn't have to make a full goalies, team so. out of who he's drafting. We're assuming that he already has a team <laughs> and is trying to get as much value to add to it. Oh, I know. And apparently, the team that he's already got had zero goals. I'm assuming we're playing with our eight players. <laughs> or he didn't like who they were. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm going. I'm going roaming goalie. <laughs> so that's where uh, Toby's going to be playing. <laughs> kind of a sweeper stopper. Kind of. A... I'm kidding. Yes, All right, it's, isn't my it's turn? your turn. God, I feel like it's always your turn, Andrew. Yeah. All right, the middle. The middle guy. Well, you know what? At least then I you get, get another. You, then we'll get, you get two. two okay. All right. We don't need to explain the mechanics anymore. All right. No. Oh, my next pick. I'm really gonna can shock I guess? you guys. I'm. I'm no going. Way. I'm going with. There's, I'm there's only like one name that world. could actually do that, but I, I. I think that you're not taking that person. Yeah, uh, I will be choosing. Do I dare? Do I dare to say it? <laughs> no way. It's Lapierre. Jeremy. How many times you got Oh. I don't it's know. Daniel I'm not Lapa. French. I'm doing my best, Jeremy. I'm sorry. There you go. La pare. All right. Jeremy is not going to be a defender Pressing. on my team. He will be moving into the midfield. He played a little everywhere. Yeah, and I do not like him as a back. Team, uh, I do not like him as a back. He's a passer. He needs to be in the middle of the field mm-hmm. where Umar can cover his back. Basically, what I'm looking at right now is... Two attacking and a holding midfielder. That is that is what my hmm. midfield will be looking like. You have Vlastos and Dakers uh, and Jeremy? I would have Vlasos, Jeremy, and then Umar behind them. Dakers is my forward since I <laughs> did not make it out of this draft. You're the only forward. one to blame for that. No, he will, he will understand my apologies. <laughs> You know, freshman year when he was there at the alumni game, he just kind of hit me a little too hard, so I was scared. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not going to take a hit. Right. Who's choosing next? We're getting pretty small here. Oh, get out of here. You have to pick them. So, yeah, I wanted to pick Burner really badly because I wanted to sing his praises because I was super impressed with his play, and I actually felt like he had some skills – that Morton doesn't just in terms of, I don't know, vision. Um, that, that was at a time when Morton was doing some weird things, but I really wanted them to switch things up and play burner against, against Louisville. What's that? I have a question. We only have three players. It means left, I get two. So of them. does that mean? It means that will in all his cheating cheated himself oh, out of a play. You have the okay. final pick Andrew. Okay. Well, um, Right. No, that's fine. Now you have to pick the last I'm sorry player. Sorry for you know interrupting. That, right? Continue. You, you, you actually do have I to. I will not. I will take <laughs> a fine. I will take a fine. I don't care. And you have to say uh, something nice say about him too, John. I swear to goodness. I swear to goodness. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Guy Bent. What's which your first? Pick? I'm happy to take this player. Are you kidding me? He's he's awesome. Um, yeah, great. So pick. great pick. He's a good guy. Uh, like I said, I wouldn't play Paris as a defender. I'd I'd be happy playing Guy as a, a defender. And again, as far as the the theme of having versatile players, I feel like Guy also fits that. Now he's not as versatile as some of the others. Um, if he's in midfield, he's a de- defensive mid. Um, but I I thought that. Um, in those later games where he was getting starts, it was a solid decision. He He's definitely uh, looking like one of the stronger players on the roster at the time. And 
Are you worried what do you mean about, about his legs? legs Just his speed overall? Defender? Yeah, he's 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 like wall I, I'd say he's a step faster than Wallfall, but uh, um, <laughs> am I am I am I can, right. am I can? It's a race I'd like to see. <laughs> no, God. nobody would am see I concerned that because about it would never I end. Mean, it's a factor that Sorry, you think John, about, it, but I wouldn't be concerned. And I I feel like he brings enough to the table, and you know it. When you have a defensive core, you know, they they work off of each other. If one of them is weak in one way, the other ones make up for it. Um, I would feel a little bit – I'd feel a little conflicted. If I had a three-back system, it'd be tough because I would want to hide his uh, speed by putting him in the mid so that he doesn't get exposed on the sides. But I don't. I don't think he's my. Uh, you know, he's overtaking Kavita's spot. I think. Um, I think I definitely have to play him out wide. But I. Yeah, I don't. I don't get to draft a goalie, so I'm just gonna I have to you. go out and get somebody on the market who's really good and just have him fall in and let them take shots from a distance. Now, this last pick, I've thought a lot about. Because I'm so curious about this man from Austria that I would just have to take Daniel Fisher. And Daniel Fisher is another defender. <laughs> so you're probably thinking, why do you need that many defenders? But the truth is, I mean, I, I haven't seen a lot from him. I know that he's young. Um, he's, he's a good-looking guy. He's, he's, you know, see him warming up with the team kicking the ball in between, and I just want to know what, what more there is. Uh, honestly, though, how much of his play have we gotten to witness? Six minutes. So, yeah, we don't yeah, we, we don't really know like a whole lot games, about him. I know he's a young end. guy. Uh, um, oh, and I, really and I think that that was kind of a conscious effort this this um, from the coaching, just in terms of hey, we know who we are as a team. This is our identity. We're going to keep these guys out there. Um, Because especially by the time that we know that we're not going, you know, that they know that we're not going to be a team the following year, it's kind of like, hey, we're not in the business of developing players. We're in the business of getting as much out of our, our best guys as we can or who we think are the best guys today. Yeah. Completely. It's tough with that limited schedule and you're – you're playing the likes of Louisville and Indy every other game. No, I mean, even Kansas yeah, they City, were they weren't any shrubs this year. Like we were the least right. offensively yeah, charged team, or the offensively stylistic team, I would say, out out of that group. That's that's my uh, yeah. what seventh pick, Andrew. That I think All there's right, one more so guy who could get a lot of minutes draft, in the guys. field for you. I had a great, I had a great time. What's even better? I had a great time with this draft. He's still I, young. I, I, I He's from Richmond, Virginia. That we had. I, I don't see. I, I think I think somebody I, that I'm, I call I'm sorry, a true I'm mistaken, midfielder. But I yeah, think we're done. A true midfielder. Andrew, you want to? You want to? Yes. You want to round out the rest of this draft for us? A quality set piece taker. Don't. Nope. <laughs> I really don't. All right. What's that? Todd? You know what? She... Todd Wharton? So so the underlying <laughs> joke to this. 
Chat, so the board. underlying joke I to will, this is that Andrew has a, 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 a um an aversion, uh, a distaste for anyone that plays his same position <laughs> on the field as himself. It's hard for him to watch anybody else play the position that Andrew plays uh, <laughs> without it being Andrew, because that's how big your ego is. What it's thanks for making me look bad. You know, it could be I, misconstrued as something oh! else. It's, uh, oh! So we got to bring the joke to the surface. <laughs> that's that's what it is. It's that you can't say something good about someone it's else that ego. plays your same position and isn't named Andrew Phillips, except for what's his name? Um, uh, oh, Byron. Disagree. I disagree. Player. What's his name? Yeah, De Bruyne. If it's not him, then it's got to be Andrew Phillips. Kevin De Bruyne. Is it false? My will back me up. Hurt. It's false. <laughs> There's plenty. There's plenty of players. That was pretty Mother accurate. Truth. So say something good about Todd. It was just Todd, okay? <laughs> you want to know the great thing about Todd? One thing. Is with him being on my, oh my team, God. is I have an anger outlet now. This poor man. I will get to <laughs> oh release my anger out on him in practice because I am going to make sure I grind him because he's either going to play way better for my team. Um, I, I think that he's going to be the ball boy. I think that if you put Todd on your team, um, can we please ask who else on this podcast? I mean, uh, he's not, I don't think he had a very strong season at all. Um, I, and it leaves some Thank question you. marks William? for me. Was it a matter of his fitness going down? Was 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 there something else at play there? Fitness. He played every yes, minute. Yes, but we talked about that. There were games that I every felt like he should have been subbed out minute. because he, much did. He, he wasn't even running. Like, if you're a midfielder, he should have been playing box-to-box uh, box every single play, right? So you would expect them to be – the people who are moving the most on the field. And that's not what we got. A lot of times he was slow to get into the play. I don't know. There were a lot of plays where it looked like he just didn't want to be a part of it. Um, I mean, midfield is tricky. You can have a lot of turnovers in midfield, but in, in some of those big time games, it felt like he was the one who was giving the ball away a bit. I mean, I, I'm, I know that a lot of this in this kind of draft thing, you're talking of the player that looking to their positives. And I have a lot of criticisms for the guy, but honestly, it's true. If, if you need somebody who's going to eat up minutes, you got Todd Wharton. If you, if you want somebody who's, uh, who's defensively okay, minded, okay. all hatred yeah. aside. Yeah. All hatred aside. Okay. Are you ready? I'm going to say something very kind here. Yeah, all hatred aside, I would not be against Todd Wharton playing in a defensive midfield position. If I could, if I yeah, I was about to say that camp Wharton in front of Sam Fink and Kavita all season, I would. The problem is, is Coach only had to choose between Wharton and Wallfall. No, yeah. They do not complement each other. If anything, they negatively impact each other because one, 
Todd Wharton is a reaction player. He's not he's not going to look for the the it factor or the play that's going to that's going to open up something. He's just kind of there to react, get in people's way, yeah, move the ball. He had some he's decent corners he too. He passes the ball. That's what he's there for. Wallfall is create creative. Yeah. I think they're Toby, pretty diametrically Todd is opposed not there. Creative. I think you're right. Walfall's creative, and they just they just hurt. Yeah, each other. And, and that's and, the that's the tough thing about and, a team yeah, sport. I, I tried. Uh, yeah, that was. I knew I was going to end with him on our on part. Honestly, team. I would have taken Tom Wharton <laughs> if not to make to put Andrew in this position. Um, I, yeah, I think this wasn't. Um, uh, that's funny. Yeah. That's what I you were saying. You're gonna blow our minds. Just to get it out of there. Um, all right. Okay. All right. Well, so you don't have <laughs> another player to draft, but any anything that you want to summarize or anything you want to say? No, no. I want to know Will's um, oh, thoughts Todd on Wharton. my my new fine player, uh, Wharton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, Todd Wharton. Please fill me in. I think. Yeah, I think you're just kind of out of position. Uh, I would agree that he be better as a defensive mid. I mean, if that were the case, I think he's pretty similar to Guy Bend. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's tough when you go from Lewis Hilton, who was a very solid Moved the ball, center midfielder the ball last year, who, um, yeah, very involved Umar in every play. Hilton a uh, lot more than Wharton did. You wouldn't even notice Todd out there on the field a lot, which was disappointing. Yeah, I think I, I think that's kind of the 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 nail in the coffin is yeah, just that it didn't it didn't look like that was his identity. It didn't look like that he was comfortable in his own position, even though he's he's starting and playing every minute in that position. Um, but I mean, I always try to give some of these players the benefit of the doubt. We don't know what else is being communicated be- amongst them on the field. Um, we don't know if there's somebody else who's, you know, comparatively a bigger name that's trying to get them to play in the way that they are. Um, uh, but yeah, in in terms of positives, he's still a young guy, uh, and you know, if you're only going to judge somebody yeah. off of how they played in 2020, <laughs> then that, that's, that's a little, that's a little unfair. Um, I think that if you look at our teams and we'll kind of go over them top yeah. to bottom in just a second, but um, my impressions of what kind of players uh, we got overall, will you look like the textbook thing? Like, I feel like you should have only had one of me or Andrew and kind of going, against the grain a little bit and you were just like yeah absolutely i'll eat, eat i'll gobble all these players up you took ciceroni blackwood okay bing bang kyle morton sam fink wallfall and then you even took burner to boot so it's like yeah i i feel like you had a very succinct tier list and uh yeah just kind of took the best player on the board every time because we did all the other work for you. <laughs> my my goal my goal was strictly I, to I find think that, the most amount of passers I could. I don't know if this is what you which meant is to why do, I Andrew. didn't go 
but um yeah i know that's why you left greg uh, later than you would have otherwise um whether you consciously did it or not i think that you picked a bunch of players that you would want to play with is that a fair assessment um oh I most picked, oh most definitely uh, I would have taken Blackwood though. Blackwood, well, of course, but Blackwood I mean, you know, that they're all really be. hurt my self esteem. And I, I would, I want to take somebody like Blackwood first overall, but that's kind of more the heart than the head. I think that Will, you kind of, you know, as as fits you very well. You would you had the most like fan power behind you know what I mean like fans would be most excited to see those play that group of players play again. Does that make from a fan's perspective? I mean, especially guys like Sam Fink on your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah I'm kind of all over the place when I look at it. I, I described mm-hmm. my process, but I don't know. What, what do you guys take of my gra- draft? I had Kavita, then Rivas, more Sam, Kyle, Greg, Paris G. Guy Ben, you're the you're the underdog. You're the one that people would overlook and not really. They'd be like, "Oh, his best players," and and kind of overlook your offensive capabilities. Because, I mean, even on the players right. you just named, all of them are capable of scoring. Yeah, yeah, it's a that's a really. I think you hit the nail thing. on the head, Andrew, uh, because I was. Uh, that's be, not what I was thinking uh, of as choosing these players, but I'm when I'm watching a game, I am absolutely rooting for the underdogs on the field all the time. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe a player doesn't like being called an underdog at all, but for some reason, uh, Paris kind of had that feel to me the first time I was watching him play to where it was like, ah, I bet people have underestimated him a lot. And so I was really happy to see him excel. Sorry, since we didn't go th- yeah. through them in order. Uh, Andrew took Nietzsche Vlastos, Toby Adewale, Oscar Umar, Kadeem Dakers, uh, Richard Bryan, Jeremy La- Lapare, and then Todd Warden. So, <laughs> uh, uh, Todd Warden has actually gone missing. We have leveraged so. his contract <laughs> with several other teams. We have a three team <laughs> trade in the works. <laughs> Yeah, I I traded him with Pittsburgh, and I, I don't know. See, that's what I was with, I was gonna uh, make that joke that that was the Tomas keeper I was going to the the, the market for. Oh. See, yeah, I'm I'm way ahead. I was either he's already I was either gonna team. take Burner and try and get him in a real valued position because <laughs> okay. I thought I didn't expect Willie to take both keepers. If for some reason I thought what was gonna happen was Andrew was gonna take Morton, Will was gonna take Burner, and then that's when I was gonna say well. I'm bringing back to Moss. So yeah, this was mm-hmm. fun. Uh, I hope it was fun for our listeners. <laughs> if we have any of those, uh, I think. I Todd, know, we, we, I'm really sorry. Kind of, again, it's more <laughs> nothing <about> against you. <laughs> what's going on in your head than what's going on with him? Um, and it, it will be cool to see where these players go. Yeah. Um, Last we heard in an interview with Tyler Blackwood, he's interested in playing many more years. You know, it's not like uh, any of these guys are hanging up their cleats. Didn't didn't Kyle Gregg say that he was interested in playing more? 
Yeah, everybody's looking to come back. I, w- I wouldn't expect any of these yeah, players to retire like for sure. Looking, to I understand. Like after such a big Instagram emotional post. task that the season was, I wouldn't hold it against them if any of them did kind of want this to be the finale. But um, it'll be fun. Yeah, keeping keeping track of them and seeing where they go if they end up staying in the USL. I think that the USL was in a good place because they kind of got to be this farm team for some of the MLS teams. Now it's going to be interesting to see what happens to them. Cause that's no longer the case, right? They're still going to be affiliated and have connections with them. Right. MLS. So I'm wondering how many MLS resources will be like pushed over up. to that program. And, 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 you know, it's to see if that takes away from the USL or if yeah. this league still stays strong. Yeah, for sure. I think the USL gets older because the MLS next is for U23s and under, right, Will? But, you know, there's obviously a need for that because as we saw, we've got a player like like Nietzsche who sat on our bench for two years and, you know, maybe he gets a whole lot of play and a lot more experience in that situation. You don't have the same experience in the locker room, but yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, this is kind of a, a fun farewell to to some of these guys. Um, I definitely won. Can we agree on that? <laughs> no, honestly, I felt if there was no, an opinion poll, Will would be the <laughs> odds-on, like, easily favorite. <laughs> Not just that. Yeah, I feel but, like you took the power. Yeah, we, all, we all know who's going to really be the best. Uh, again, sure. Andrew and I, we kind of had different thinking. I would be banking on the next couple years of being really good. Well, I'm going to slot myself in there, so. Um, you'd definitely catch some teams off guard, that's team. for sure. I apologize. Yeah, I feel like this is you just like channeling your frustration with some of the passing this year. <laughs> like, like you're trying to send a point of like, see this guy on the bench? He's a better passer. Put him in. The tons of fun guys. This oh was... my god! This, yeah, thank yeah, thank you fun. to our one friend to anyone John. who actually stuck with the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, <the whole> time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, Madison, Nick. I, give you guys <laughs> I mean, guys. they might have nodded <laughs> off at the, one the, point, the but yeah, way. you woke up to this and you got congratulated. Um, like all of Andrew's draft. We'll cut some <laughs> down. We'll cut some down. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm I'm not against it because you know, we all know how. So many yeah, things, so some of the stuff I that we'll have it. upcoming, we wanted Kick to. I, I I wanted to talk a little bit more about some MLS players and uh, the board yeah. coming. You know, we're gonna we're gonna do that. Panel. Yeah. So I wanted some of those questions. A little set to be, of questions. Uh, a little more MLS based, a little MLS focused, but um, talk about soccer in general, like like we always do. Uh, Will, if if you ever feel like doing an episode where you educate us a bit more uh, about high school soccer in the St. Louis area and um, confess to your addiction, we we could always do that as well. All right, this is us, the Lou Boys SC, signing off for tonight. Thank you, guys.